welcome to another edition of Only in Illinois, your weekly recap from Reboot Illinois. I'm Matt Dietrich here in Springfield at the State Capitol, and I'm joined today from our Chicago office by Madeline Dubeck. And this week, uh, even though it is June and the elections are still four and a half months away, we're already starting to see uh, some election materials arrive in our mailboxes. Things are heating up, and we wanted to talk a little bit today about what's going to be coming at you as a voter in uh, the months and weeks to come. And uh, Madeline, I know this week uh, you got home to find a very interesting message on your landline answering machine. And I think that is a good way of, of getting into our subject matter today. Um, tell us a little bit about that call. Well, it was interesting. I. Uh got home and, and had been out at a softball game actually watching a, a buddy of mine play and uh, hit the play button and heard this woman vo woman's voice telling me all about the state budget impasse and the harm it's causing to women and children and senior citizens and uh, the disabled. And then uh, she of course went on to tell me that it was all the fault of our Republican governor, Bruce Rauner, uh, and even featured a, an audio clip from him from a recent um, couple of comments that he made to the press about how his managers and his administration have been doing a quote-unquote heroic job of keeping state government running for the past year without a budget. And the very strong implication was that, that he was just, you know, out of touch and um, rude for not understanding how this was harming real people. And then at the very end of the call, if you stuck around for a, the full thing, which it was quite long, it lets you know that the call had been paid for by friends for Marty Moylan for state representative. Marty Moylan is my representative. He's a former Des Plaines mayor and a longtime union official. And um, apparently, I didn't think that his competition was considered to be very serious. His challenger is Republican Dan Gott. Um, but I've since learned that, um, that Marty Moylan is considered to be one of the top targets. And so that brings us to a term, Matt, that a lot of average voters probably are not familiar with. Uh, but we will look at and track and pay attention to targets for uh, most of the campaign season. Right. And, and a targeted um, candidate, is this a piece of uh, campaign, political campaign jargon? And essentially what it means is uh, a, an incumbent that a, uh, that, the, uh, uh, that a challenger or an opposing party thinks they can take out, right? Exactly. And so, you know, we've talked a lot about the effort to change the way we draw legislative districts in Illinois. And um, because of the way they're drawn now, either by one party or the other, uh, most, an overwhelming majority, more than two-thirds um, of the districts are not really considered to be truly competitive. And there's usually only uh, a couple of dozen that are considered competitive where one party or the other thinks they have a chance of taking a seat back over to their side. And those are the targets. Um, and so Marty Moylan is one, 
um, some of the others out there we've heard about that are being targeted by Rauner and the Republican Party uh, are Kate Cloonan, who's from the Kankakee area, I believe. Um, Michelle Mussman from Schaumburg is a state representative. Carol Senti from the Vernon Hills area. Um, our current comptroller, Leslie Munger, actually ran against Carol Senti two years ago and came very close to beating her. I think that's kind of how she caught the eye of some of the top Republicans in the state. So there are quite a few of those targeted races in the suburbs, which tend to be kind of the swing area of the state. Downstate is typically much more Republican than Democrat. The city is very Democratic, of course, traditionally, and the suburbs tend to have a lot of these targeted races because voters there are more independent and kind of swing back and forth a little bit. So that's kind of the battleground. And I think one of the defining factors that um, that the analysts have used in defining uh, who the targets are, and uh, which I believe the parties also use in deciding who to um, who to who to challenge, is they've been looking at the 2014 general election results to see which of these districts how did they vote more for Rauner for governor? Are they behind Rauner for governor? Um, and that might be an indication that, you know, if you had a Democrat who won in a district like that, but it was a close race, but the district went for Rauner, that gives the Republicans a hint that this might be a district that we want to target, that we want to go after. Right, and the other interesting thing is we're starting to see um, Marty Moylan had more than a half, almost $600,000 in his campaign fund for a state representative race. And a big chunk of that came from Mike Madigan and the Democratic Party of Illinois, who, which is, he's the chairman of the party as well as the Speaker of the House, um, but also quite a bit of money from various unions. And, and those are the big funders of Democratic campaigns. Uh, most of the, of the so-called tier one top targets, uh, I was told, were given half a million dollars directly into their campaign fund before the primary. Uh, and on the other side, we saw this week Bruce Rauner give several million dollars to Dan Proft and his PAC, Political Action Committee. Uh, who, Dan Proft played a big role, has been playing a big role for several years now in funding certain Republican candidates. And it seems as if Bruce Rauner is kind of um, using Dan Proft and his pack as a vehicle to put money into the races that the Republicans are concerned about. Right. And one of the big factors in this election, especially, is going to be the huge amount of money that Bruce Rauner has at his disposal. Right now, he has in his campaign fund more than $20 million. Um, obviously, his own personal wealth enables him to put any amount above that virtually that he wants to. And one of the things that everyone should understand is that while Illinois does have campaign contribution limits, and you know, for individuals like you and me, it's $5,300 per candidate, it is very, very easy for 
the players inside the system to get around that. Bruce Rauner, for example, can transfer any amount that he wants to the Illinois Republican Party's campaign fund, and the party can then give freely in any amount that it likes to any candidate. Bruce Rauner could do the same thing directly from, he can transfer from his fund into uh, Republicans that he wants to support to, to their funds. So when you get this kind of big money, once it's in the system, it's pretty easy for them to spread it all around in quantities that they want. And you know, for the last several years, it's been the Democrats with the huge monetary advantage for their candidates in the House and Senate. This year, we're seeing that turn around. Now, I should also add that uh, what, we, what we're also going to see this year, and I, I personally think this is gonna be uh, a big negative for the Republicans. We have this presidential race going on. And if Donald Trump is at the top of the ticket, that could be a very bad thing for Republican candidates on down the ticket. And uh, Governor Rauner even sort of acknowledged this because in an interview with the Chicago Tribune editorial board this week, he brought up that, you know, the Republicans could lose seats in the House and uh, in the General Assembly where the Democrats hold supermajorities right now already. Um, and that would be really detrimental because for the last couple of years, ever since Rauner was elected, what the Republicans were looking forward to was having, a, uh, having an election where they could be on an equal financial footing with their Democratic competitors or even a bit ahead. Uh, which is what Rauner enabled them to do. So, you know, I've, I've written this before on our website. Uh, conventional uh, wisdom does not apply this year to the elections. Um, and I think the, the dynamics of the presidential election uh, really make it hard to predict what's going to go on lower down the ticket. In Illinois, uh, every year when there's a presidential election, you have a higher Democratic turnout. That tends to be a good bump for the Democrats. Uh, will, if, if Donald Trump is the candidate, is that going to get more Republicans out and vote uh, down ballot on, for the Republicans as well? Is it going to hurt Republicans because more Democrats will get out to make sure that Trump doesn't win to vote for Hillary Clinton? And will they then vote down ticket for Democrats, which you would think would happen? Who knows? But uh, the, the, this whole election season is really fascinating, and it's one where, you know, I, regular predictions really are tough to make this year, I think. Well, it's awfully early to be making those, just like it's awfully early for me to be receiving a robocall oh, sure. uh, and for everybody else to be getting uh, similar calls and mailers in their mailbox. Um, but as we saw, you know, the stakes are very high and unfortunately everybody's decided that politics are more important than policy. And uh, we saw Governor Rauner out hitting all those hot spots around the state right after things broke down before the end of the legislative session and uh, really ramping up the rhetoric. So um, while it's tough to and, predict anything. And that's only going to get more heated right. as the months go on. And uh, right now we're getting a double dose of it. And, and I think the reason why you're getting robocalls now and there's uh, even, you know, usually summer is a very slow news time because things kind of shut down, um, but hasn't happened this year because we've got this budget standoff going on. We're less than two weeks away now from the start of the next fiscal year, and there's a huge fight now over 
can the can the general assembly and the governor agree on a way to get elementary and high schools their funding by July so that these school districts across the state can plan to be open in the fall it's a very much an open question and if they can't get that done that's going to be a real mess and you're going to have a lot of very very angry people who finally after a year will be feeling what a real government shutdown feels like right so uh might be difficult. We've never really seen a season like this with Donald Trump at the top of the ticket and uh, both Republicans and Democrats with plenty of money to spend in their campaigns. So I think we're all in for a pretty crazy, crazy summer and fall until we get to the November 8th election. Um, and those targeted races really are the ones to watch. And that's where uh, both parties will be concentrating their spending, so we'll be keeping an eye on them for you. And that's it for this week's edition. See you next week.